Welcome back, family. It's your guys from the sideline. I am your host, 20, a.k.a. Twan. And before we get started with anything, let me go ahead and drop my Twitter handle, which is branding underscore elite at Twitter. Also the same thing for Instagram. And then if you want to email us, send comments, questions, etc., you send those to from the sideline guys within us at Gmail. And then I'm going to let my host introduce himself because I'm only one half of the show. So go ahead and tell the people who you are, bro. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Charlie, a.k.a. also known as Bobo as well. Call me Bobo just like my host do as well. My Twitter handle is Charlie H. Chicho Shrift. Man, UVA champ of the NCAA basketball world. Woo! I didn't see that coming, Twine. That's for sure. I know you didn't either. But like I always say, man, let's get right into it. Man. Let's get right to it, man. Let's get right into it. Now, as my host did last week, he done jumped ahead of himself. We're going to talk about <laughs> the final four first and then the national championship. But he done already spilled the beans again. So we're going to go ahead and just jump right on into it. So, But I am going to bounce back a little bit. We're going to start off. Uh, start back off to that final four. And I'm going to go ahead and pass it to my host who jumping the gun because he know I wanted him to talk about this anyway. We got to talk about that Texas Tech uh, versus uh, Michigan State because uh, if all of our listeners had listened to the last podcast, I did pick Texas Tech to pick Michigan State. And Mr. Big Ten analyst over here picked Michigan State to go ahead and handle business. So, Charlie, go ahead and, you know, fill us in on how you felt about that game here. Man, I felt about that game. Appreciate that, Twani. It was very disappointing. <clears throat> it was disappointing to the fact that I expected more out of Michigan State, meaning that I wanted Michigan State to do more than just score 51 points because they can, but they didn't, if that makes sense. You see what I'm saying, Antoine? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's 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 hard, it's hard because they didn't have a good game as a, as a whole. I mean, it was. Don't get me wrong. It was a it was a deepest game up to a certain extent, but Miss, they players couldn't get it going. And what I mean by that is that when you have Winston going for four for sixteen, and when you got going going zero for four, also zero for four from three point range, and you barely got nothing from your from your bench to only but five points, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win at all. And you got to give credit to, give credit to Texas Tech. Texas Tech did what they had to do. They play lockdown defense from start to finish. They took they, they what Texas Tech did was that they took Michigan State's best player out the game, which was Winston. They let they didn't let Winston get going at all. Not only did mm-hmm. they let him not get going, but they forced him to turn the ball over. He had four turnovers. He was also in foul trouble as well. Also. And he couldn't play the way he normally played. And when you don't, when your best player don't play the play, you know, play the way that he 
plays, it's a problem. You know, it's that trickle-down effect. You know, when he plays good, everybody else plays good. When he doesn't play good, everybody else doesn't play good. You know, and he's your star player. I agree. You know, yep. he's your, you know, he's your glue. He's your nucleus, you know, to keep that team together. And I'm going to just say this, too. Tom Izzo got outcoached. Mm-hmm. He, he got outcoached. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people may not admit that, but he got outcoached. I mean, it, it was tough. It was tough. Knowing the fact that I know Michigan State can score more than 51 points, this is not Michigan Wolverines. This is Michigan State's part basketball. And they only score 51 points, and then your best player, again, he goes 4 for 16 from the field and then 2 for 8 for 3-point range. But he made all this free throws, and he played the whole 40. I mean, he played the whole the whole game. But he struggled. It's just, it just sad, man. I was very disappointed. I ate that humble pie that Saturday night. <laughs> I'm going to pass back to this one. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. Go, uh, it's okay. It happens. It, happens. it happens. It's okay. You know, but I just, again. You know, Mr. McDaniel, you know, I you know, I had to pass it off to you since he said she was throwing shots at my Tar Heels. You know, I wanted you to, you know, feel a little bit of that, what I had to feel, you know. <laughs> okay. I respect that. I respect that. But it's just, it's, it's again, man, it's just, again. You can't take nothing away from Michigan State has done this whole entire their whole entire season from losing one of their best players and still being able to, you know, make it this far, which is to the final four. But man, I expected them to score more than fifty one points. Again, catch your stake show why they was a good team. They was the best team. Number one in the nation. Number one in the nation. I kept kept harping on it. Yes, you did. I mean, man, it was just—I mean, they when you can, like I said, when you can stop, when you can take their best player out of the game, and that forces everybody else to try to score, it's a problem. They never let Winston get going, and Winston forced some shots. He was forcing some bad shots. Mm-hmm. Not only was forcing bad shots, but then he was turning the ball over. So that's all I got to say. You know, it's okay. You you would allow me to have the first, you know, the first bite at this game, but it's okay. <laughs> I did pick them, you know. <clears throat> Again, shout out to Michigan State for having a good season, but you got to give it to Texas Tech on that. You know, Definitely so, yeah, what you got to say, man? I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it short to the point. You know, I ain't going to brag right. anything, but, you know, like I said, you know, I've been harping about the defense all this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's, that's, that's what showed up. Um, Texas Tech is not really a, you know, a well-rounded shooting team. They got some people who score at spurts, but they're not a well-rounded shooting team, and they relied on defense, and they relied on recovery, too. So if somebody, um, you know, got shook or, you know, got lost on the first step, you know, somebody could step over there and help slow that down while that man recover, and then that person who stepped up can slide back over to his defense as well. That's what's been working well, uh, <clears throat> working for them well. They're good shot blockers, too. So, you know, I, I expected that. I expected a low-scoring game. And then I expected in the second half for them to do what they do. Texas Tech has also been one of, a, a very good team in the second half when it comes to scoring. They start out slow because they're using all their energy on their defense in that first half. But in that second half, they, you know, as they wear a team down, they start to pull away on the offensive end. 
So, it, it, again, that's what I expected, and they handled their business. So, like I said, short to the point, you know, they, they got to the national championship based off of what's been working for them all season. They had deserved to be there, you know, because they had the right formula to be there. You know, it wasn't that overhyped matched up that everybody probably wanted to see, like a Duke there instead, you know, or or anybody else for that case. Maybe maybe a lot of people like Charlie did want to see a Michigan State there. That probably would have been overhyped to me too. But at the end of the day, it was, you know, the defense that got them there. And like I said, they second-half offense that always kicked in, prevailed them, you know, to pull away. But, you know, to really shut down Michigan State uh, top guy and then, you know, to even, you know, make their bigs who, you know, who definitely handle business against Duke, you know, not look as efficient or effective against them, that you got to give them props where props is due. You know, I'm going to give, you know, props to Michigan State for handling business to get that far. You know, um, they definitely had more talent last year to me, especially when it came to scoring, that they lost to the NBA like Bridges. Now having him, you know, uh, being there another year, you know, uh, really hurt them, you know, because he went pro. You know, imagine him there. Imagine him there this year with with that team the way they're playing and then having that experience. You know, this game could have went a whole different way. But, you know, that's what you have to prepare for, though. And, you know, they they got that far. So I give them props for getting that far, you know, with the lack of scoring and stuff. They handle their business. Nothing to be mad about. So moving on from that one. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got something to say before we move on there? Real quick. Again, this game, when it first started, was 23-21. Mm-hmm. It, it was sloppy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Felt like both teams couldn't shoot. It was good. It was a good defense. Don't get me wrong. Right. Would you agree with that? I mean, the defense, Definitely. the energy of defense for both teams are there. But you Definitely. just kind of just kind of sense that one of these teams had to had to at least break out of that slump to the point where you know <laughs> someone was going to score more than twenty points. You know, which both teams did. But when it came down to it, Texas Tech did, even though they best did, uh, always got hurt in that game. Mm-hmm. He was able to come back and still be effective to some degree as well. You right. got to give credit to him, too, because he dominated the paint. Him, right. um, uh, the, the guy, I might pronounce his name wrong. If I do, I apologize. Asiata, um, uh, the other big for them as well. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Second, get down to step in once he first got hurt, yeah. Once he got hurt, exactly. <laughs> he brought that same energy, you know, as well. And and also from their bench play, too, which is key as well. So, again, not taking on what the test tech shots and then for what they did in that game, but you just felt like, okay, it was a sloppy first half, but when it was all said and done, one of these teams had to break out of that funk. They right. had to. And Texas Tech was that team. You know, they you know, they started scoring. I believe at one point Michigan State had a lead, you know, and Texas Tech was in a scoring drought. Then it flipped it did it just did it just did a flip to where is that, you know, Texas Tech went on a run and Michigan State went on a scoring drought. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. it, it, it it happens, but I wouldn't expect that from a Michigan State Spartan team. Not that time is over as well. So Again, it was a tough loss for Michigan State, but I'm proud that they got there and they represented the the Big Ten like they supposed to. They did, you know, they did get, they didn't lose by the, they didn't lose by 20 points like Michigan State did. I mean, Michigan <laughs> did. Excuse me, Michigan, Michigan did. Yeah, but, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, which, that was so disappointing. But 
they played their hearts out. And that's just, I'm going to just leave it there, you know, and go from, and, you know, just leave it there, man. But I would I wanted to expect it more from the other players, especially from Winston as well. Right. I think he should have played better than Winston played. Like I said, I was going to remind you what, what happened to the last Michigan team. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You said true. this would have state behind their name, but he still got handled. <laughs> Why you got to bring up the past, man? Hey. You know, you know that was, you know, hey that was, we said we would go discuss it. I, said, I knew it was coming. I said we would go discuss it. <laughs> yes, 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 sir. You did say that. I'll give you that. You ain't got to bring up the past. You know, I did say that. Right? You know. Man. Okay. It's going to let you live that one down. Nah, we Mr. Big okay. Ten Endless. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a, I, I ain't going to say I'm like a true analyst, but I'll I be mad. But, you know, Big Ten is a tough – you know, Big Ten don't get their respect that they should, man. You know, because when they you know. think of Big Ten, they, you think of Big Ten like football. You know, I don't think they yeah. get the respect that they deserve as far as, like, basketball goes. And I think that with this tournament here, I think they, I think Mr. Big Ten will get that respect now because you have Purdue in there, which should have went farther than what they did. Um, mm-hmm. well, and, you know, you had the likes of, um, I mean, yeah, Minnesota, but, I mean, you know, I mean, you had a lot of big teams, a lot of Big Ten teams in there this year, you know, as well. So hopefully it will repeat itself next year. We shall see. You know, hopefully fingers crossed for the noise being there, but if they don't, I mean, oh, hopefully boy. They get oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, they, at least they get something, you know. You know, Nip thank the gym, man. Something. Get the one of, you know, be the first four in or something, you know, or play. Get, a, get an NIT invite next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, man, just hopefully something, man. Just get it back, you know, just for maybe a piece of pie just to say, hey, you know, you eat this pie, you can get on in the tournament. Something, man. Maybe they get an invite to the ACC Big Ten, you know, championship in the beginning of next year. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they play North Carolina. I hope they beat North Carolina. You don't want he, that. Do it. I, you don't want that. Right. You don't want them problems. You don't want them problems. Right. 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 You gonna have to do that one. <laughs> you gotta be good to get against them. <laughs> understandable. Understandable. I got hey, it. I will agree with you here. Um, about the Big Ten not getting their props and stuff. They always in it. They always got at least four teams or more in the tournament every year. They battle. They all they've been tough in football the same way they are tough in basketball. I think the reason they don't get enough respect at either sports <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, fans, um, is because of the fact that they don't get the high-profile names, you know, the big top 100 players and stuff like that, um, you know, out of the country, you know, especially when it comes to basketball because in the Midwest, there's a lot of, you know, top 100 players that come out of the Midwest, and they end up going somewhere else. Look how many Kansas get from Chicago. Look how many uh, – Look how many. Uh, uh, who else am I thinking of? Um, uh, I think it was Kentucky has a uh, Chicago player on their team, man. The list go on and on. Hell, uh, Texas Tech um, had Maroney on their team. He's from Wakanda, Illinois. So it's just like, yep. look where everybody going, man. You know, and I, I'm, 
I'm only talking about Illinois right now, not as far as Illinois as the team, the university. I'm talking about just how far in the Midwest when you got really good players coming out of that state. And they're not even saying, you know, okay, you don't want to play for University of Illinois, fine, but, you know, you like to see these kids on, you know, a uh, Midwestern team, you know, a Michigan, a Michigan State, a Indiana, uh, you know, a Wisconsin, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And they decide to go, you know, further elsewhere. They decide to go to the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the Kansas States, the Kansas, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They decide to go to, you know, the teams where they feel like, you know, they can get that exposure and be a one and done versus playing in a big 10. So, but the Big Ten always are there to compete. Yeah, football, basketball, you know, they there to compete. So it, you know, so I don't think that's I think that's why they don't get the respect because they ain't got the big hype player, but they get some really good players that's there for a while, and that's why they're able to, you know, always be able to carry on and get in this tournament here. <clears throat> so I definitely agree with you. So but yeah, but they definitely give my respect. I know I tease a little bit, but they give my respect and stuff. It's just I've been a North Carolina fan since before Michael Jordan went pro, so I'm always gonna root for them. But I'll root for Illinois because that's that's home, you know, that's home. So I'm always gonna root for them and you know, and, and Northwestern and Loyola and all of them I'm always gonna root for home, you know. But outside of that, you know, my favorite team, you know, lies in the A C C and that's North Carolina. All right, but back to it though. We're going to talk about the other Final Four team. So we're going to talk about Virginia and Auburn in that Final Four game. So I'm going to take it right back to my man, Charlie, because you was on fire with that last one. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, let you still, you know, control this one. How did you feel about that Auburn game and uh, against Virginia here? Man, appreciate that, Barney. Controversy, controversy, controversy. Mm-hmm. You can say that. You, you can say that. And you can you you can feel it was that. Yeah, agree. <laughs> I agree. I, but I put it to you like this: I'm not taking them nothing away from Virginia has done because they were one of the top teams in the nation as far as defense goes. And they, mm-hmm. you know, they they can score the basketball. We know that, but they also were known for their defense mm-hmm. as well. You know, so this game here, <laughs> it shouldn't have came down to three free throws. I'm gonna just say that to start this off with. Definitely not. Should have been. It should have been. It should have been um, Auburn ball because he did double dribble. Yep. The guy did double dribble. Yes, bounced, he did. He lost control, bounced off his leg, and then mm-hmm. he gathered, gathered the ball. That's a double dribble. How you not call that? You he know, picked it up then, with two hands and started dribbling hands. again. Exactly. You gotta call and that. Then, you gotta call it, and then also too is that you gotta call. Um, yeah, that that ah, ah, Swanee. That was it. Game over. That, yeah, but just not only that, Swanee. The the three the, the three point shot. Mm-hmm. That, that was a foul. I have to admit that, but it should have never been in that situation. Right. They would just call that double dribble. Yep. So. Yeah, the refs handed them that game at the end, but University of University of Auburn had their chance. I put it like this: they had their chance, and Auburn just they lost it. They, they, man, they didn't have a Harper didn't have a good game. Brown didn't have a good game. They whole team didn't really have a good game, as far as like shooting from the field wise. I put right. it to you like that. 
Right. I, I mean, man, you know, I mean, especially when you go, you go four for ten, and then two for six or three point range. Because Harper got it going in the second. He hit both his threes in the second half. Mm-hmm. Within the five minute mark, he Harper hit his three. But otherwise, he was struggling. He was forcing it. Brown was right. doing the same thing. Brown was forcing. Yep. He was four for twelve. Then he was four for ten for three point range. But he didn't get it going to the second half either. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't wait to the second half to get it going. It's right. got to be other. It's got to be other ways to get it going, as well. And I mean, yeah, yeah. You had your bench player Dowdy give you thirteen, but he didn't have a good game. He was only four. He was four for ten. Yeah, he shot the three, but he was four for ten. Yeah. So they just had a bad shooting night. As a, as a team, they had a bad shooting night. You know, it, it just again, you know, your bigs. You know, they didn't really help you out. And then nope. we're not going to even get start on uh, on Malcolm Moore. I mean. I would expect it more from him. If you know your two point guards is not, it's not getting it going. You gotta, you gotta get it going for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta get it going. And I felt like he wasn't trying to stuff himself into the offense in that game. Would you agree, Twani, to some degree? I agree. I agree to some degree. You yeah, definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> so again, I'm not taking nothing away from nothing. What, but what University of Virginia has done in that game, but it should never came down to. Him hitting those threes, him, him, I believe his name was Guy or I believe it was Jerome. They hit those. Was it Jerome's one? No, was that, was guy? Guy. that was Guy. That, that was, was Guy. That was Guy. Okay, that was Guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That was Guy. Hit his, you know, he hit those three free throws as mm-hmm. well. Now, me personally, as a coach, I would not call no timeout. I, you know, you got one second left. Wait mm-hmm. for that timeout because eventually you're gonna get at the half court mark and then go from there. Right. right. I, I'm not. I, I'm not in that situation. Again, I'm not a coach, but if I was, and I don't know if you agree with this, Twani, I'm not freezing nobody. This ain't the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's three right. free throws, and you know you're going to be down a point if you hit those three free throws. Save right. that timeout, advance right. the ball, and see what happens. You see yep. what I'm saying? Take your chance yep. from there mm-hmm. as well. But I'm going to pass right back to you, man. What what do you have to say, Twani, on this? <clears throat> I, 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 I shook my head. I was just like, I said, I'm not came down to that three-point shot. Once again, once again, you was on fire. That's why I let you go ahead and, you know, spit that lick. Um, I agree with everything you said. It, it shouldn't have came down to this, the double dribble, you know, which we just got done discussing. Uh, the, the foul was a foul at the end, but who lets, you know, the shooter get that wide open to begin with anyway, where it had to come down to, you know, trying to defend it and end up running that to him. It should have never came down to it. You you watching the film. You know that man could shoot. You see what he was doing in the second half. You shouldn't let him be in a position like that. So that was my issue. Three, I agree with you on the coach. I'm not trying to ice this man. You're right. It ain't, you know, down to free throws. You you know what? You just hope for the best with crowd and nerves, you know, that he going to screw up here. And if he doesn't, you know, okay, you got that time out in your back pocket. Let it advance. And, you know, you're able to set yourself up with a better opportunity to score just in case he did hit all three free throws, which he did. You know, I think – uh at the end of the day, because it was, uh, you know, even though Auburn was coming, struggling from the field, you know, here and there, so was Virginia. And it did come down to defense. And both, you know, Auburn, you know, showed that they could play a little bit better defense than I had given credit for. Uh, but when is these coaches going to teach these young boys the art of the 15-foot jump shot? Or when is they going to recognize themselves? Because I think it comes down to that. In the other coaching era of knowing when to get to the paint, 
in the bonus. Nobody throughout this entire tournament was smart enough to use the fact that when you're in the bonus, let's try to get it in in the paint, whether I pass it down there or we drive to force them to have to slide somebody over and possibly foul us because we're in the bonus here. We either get an opportunity as a shot or we get fouled or we get a three-point play. You have three options there that's going to work for you when you're in the bonus situation. And too many times I've seen too many coaches allow their players to make the mistake of forcing up a three when they didn't have to, but get that they in the bonus where, you know what I'm saying, you can make the, make the situation easier. And then high percentage has always been the way, especially when it's a tight game. It's always been the way. Why shoot from so far distance when you have, again, the bonus on your side and then high percentage where you you got a 60% chance of making the, you know, the closer range shot, whether it's driving to the basket or the 15 foot jump shot, you know, versus, you know, trying to shoot, you know, from 20 and 30 feet out. Cause a lot of these guys are trying to shoot with range. I've seen that way too much. And that, you know, it comes down to coaching because guys wouldn't get guys. And that's what happened to Auburn in this one. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. So that's my big issue with that one. Not taking nothing away from Virginia either. Cause they was making some of the same mistakes and issues, but at the end, you know, refs kind of helped him out a little bit with that missed double dribble call. It shouldn't have came down to that because Auburn was in front at that time, Ben, and then they blew it, and they got away from him, and they lost the game. You know, just come down to players not being aware, just come down to coaching, not being on top of things in that particular situation. So that's how I feel, and that's about as much as I got to say about that game, too. You got you got more thoughts for me, Charlie, before we go on, uh, yeah. take a commercial break and come back? Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Just just a couple more thoughts. You can't take nothing away from what Guy, Hunter, and Jerome done. Not at all. They shot the ball better. Let me rephrase that. They shot the ball efficiently. You know, mm-hmm. again, you have one going five for 11 from the, from the field, but he was also two for six. Not bad. You know, you got another guy going seven and 11. He was also one for three. Again, not bad at all. You know, mm-hmm. you got a guy going eight for 16, four for nine from the three. Not bad at all. So you know, those you know those three together shot the ball. You know they didn't shoot it bad, but they didn't shoot it good. But they mm-hmm. shot it to the they shot the ball to the point where they was able to put their team in position to win. Right. And I'm gonna just I'm a, I'm a harp back on what you're saying. I agree everything that you what you have just said said and laid out. High percentage shot is is the way to go. It's the way you don't need a three. Yeah. If you only if it's a tie ball game or if you only down one, mm-hmm. you don't have to force a three. You don't. Just take what the defense is giving you mm-hmm. and 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 for set yourself up for a better shot. Yep. Not a. That's what they shot. want you to do. That's what they That's want what they you. Want they to want you to exactly force it. Want. Exactly. So again, man, and then going back to that double dribble, I won the foul. I won the foul. You see, he lost his dribble and his step. You make mm-hmm. you gonna have to force him to make a tough three point shot. That should have mm-hmm. been game. Yep. That's, and when I and when I saw that twenty, I was like, "Why did you foul?" Yep. But then you got the commentators, and you know you got Charles Barkley, and you got all of them like, "I would have fouled." I, I would no, yep. I would have not fouled. And I this Absolutely man just not. lost his dribble. <laughs> he lost his dribble. He lost the ball. And should and he picked the ball up and double. Mm-hmm. It, it was a double dribble, and he was he forced before they called. Before he called, before they called that foul, he was going to force that three up one. He was about to chuck it up. it up. Let he him chuck it up. up. 
Let them touch it up. Because that's exactly what we just said. That's what we want. That's what they want you to do. This is what you want them to do. Let them chuck up some jumps. Game over. Yes. Game over. When he fouled, I was just like, why did you foul? (laughs) I kept saying to myself, like, why did you foul? I would have not fouled in that situation. I'm just running out. Thank you. And you got the clock Mm -hmm. on your side, and you got a timeout. Mm -hmm. You got a timeout, man. You see what I'm saying? I believe they were yep. out of timeouts, if I'm not mistaken. Or I believe they had one left or something like that. But I wouldn't have fouled in that situation. So that's just, yeah. again, that's just my take on that. Again, you know, Auburn, shout out to Auburn because, again, they show why they were the class of the SEC. You know, sure, before sure. they play as well. You know, I feel like if they had their best player there that went out, which was um, Okiki, it would have been a totally different ball game. So that's your mm-hmm. that's fact you get 20 points and almost 10 boards. You right. see what I'm saying? That changed the whole dynamic yeah. of the game. So I feel like his presence not being on that floor was a was a was a big difference. Yeah, huge definitely. difference. Huge difference. So again, Auburn had a good season, shout out to them, but gotta give your hats off to Virginia. Make it three free throws and the rest kinda hands you that game, just saying. Yeah, definitely did. Definitely did, man. Yeah, that sucks, man, know. because these are kids, but you know, I'm not even go I'm not even going not gonna get into that too much because we still got no, the national no. championship game to talk about, exactly. and 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 I am gonna touch on the refs in this national championship game here. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Yeah, we're gonna take this quick commercial break. Let y'all hear a word from our sponsor. Gonna talk about this national championship. So y'all stick around with us from the sidelines. Welcome back, family. Thank you all for sticking around and listening to our sponsor. And we're about to just jump right back into this here. So we're about to talk about the national championship game. All right. We already know who made it. It was Texas Tech versus Virginia, the Cavaliers. Um, and I'm going to go on here to kick this one off here. Um, it was a, a defensive battle yet again. We already talked about the defenses of Virginia. And then we talked about the Red Raiders, how they was – you know, tops in the nations with their defense. And this game started out exactly like that. And if y'all was following along, for the longest, it was a two-to-two game, and then it was a two-to-four game, and it was a three-to-four game. This was a defensive battle. But toward the middle, toward the end, we started to see Virginia really start to pull away, you know, really start to just uh, frustrate and fluster Texas Tech, like I ain't never seen before. You know, they was finding little soft spots in the extra passes, not just in the three-pointer, which Virginia has been very good at all season, but also just, you know, down low. They find their man down low and was getting some easy layups and dunks and finding some guys on the moves, too, who was able to get to the basket as well. And everything started falling and rolling. Now, Texas Tech did bring it back close. It was only down, correct me if I'm wrong, Charlie, two or three by halftime. Yep. All right. It was, um, yep, but, it was actually two. Not to cut you off, it was two. Okay, appreciate that. No, it was three. It was three. I'm sorry, because he hit the three okay. at the three. Yep. 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 I think it was Jerome. That hit, it was either Jerome or guy that hit that three at the buzzer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but that was, you know, that was pretty much the tale going into the second half here. You know, it, it that 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 same rhythm for Virginia carried on, where Texas Tech just found themselves with Owens, their big man, getting in foul trouble. That hurt. That hurt them big. And then the fact that uh, Virginia was able to shut down Colbert. Colbert had a terrible game. 
he has been one of the reasons that they've been able to extend that play to, excuse me, throughout this tournament um, because of his second half play. It was kind of what I was mentioning earlier about Texas Tech always being strong in the second half, and Culver has been, the, you know, a big, huge part of that second half with their scoring. They lock you down on defense, and then, they, you know, they start to wear a team down, and they're able to score well in that second half because, you know, they just had that energy. But they couldn't really, they couldn't really do that. They were able to play some defense and spurts, and then, but Virginia was still able to, you know, make that extra pass and, you know, keep this game where it was extended lead. At one point, it was at seven points, and then the Red Raiders they called back in, they they got right back in within one, and we we know the rest. You know, they end up going into overtime, end up going in overtime, but you know, there was a, a foul, uh, uh, excuse me, a three point shot by I'm about to butcher his name. Uh, Mooney or Mooney? Mooney. Uh, he he shouldn't have took. It was with one minute and like seven seconds left on the clock. And I know he had just hit that big three point shot, but there was a he came back down again when it was 16 seconds left on the shot clock. So you still had plenty of time to set up your play. Whether you know you whatever you needed to do, you still had plenty of time. You didn't have to take that three point shot. He shot it from one side of the backboard, and it bounced off the other side. It wasn't a good-looking shot like that other three-point shot that put them right back in it, you know, in, in overtime. And I said at that point, that could be the uh, the shot that just, you know, break this game away for Virginia. And sure enough, Virginia, you know, ended up going up by four after that shot. And from that point, they went on 11-0 run in overtime, which is unheard of at any point for any overtime team, whether it's college or pros uh for a team to just you know stretch the game away based off that one shot you know it was like texas tech couldn't figure out what to do it was but you know what got them back into it to even force that game to go into overtime was the fact that they did start going to the paint and stop shooting those unnecessary three-point shots and it goes back to our our first half conversation charlie when the coach is going to teach these kids the art of the high percentage shot the 15-foot jump shot the pass to the post when it's a tight game situation like that or drive to the lane, especially when both teams, again, was in the bonus. The bonus, people, mm-hmm. is so set up for you to get fouled in that situation and at least get to the free throw line. But rather than do that, Mooney shot a unnecessary three-pointer. And not only that, he was about another five to seven feet away from the three-point line. So it was a hell of a force. Excuse my language, but he shouldn't have done it. He, 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 he took the win out of your team when he did that, and they couldn't recover, and it got ugly from that point. Mm-hmm. And that was the ball game, man. That hurt. I was rooting for the Red Raiders because I thought they could pull this out by their defense and do what they normally do, but they could not. So hats off to Virginia. I got to eat that humble pie. I said y'all was going to lose in the Final Four, and you did not. You know, uh, man, they still got their shooters that do their thing. You had a guy in, in, in the first half who went one for eight and went up, tanned it up, and led the team in scoring with 27 in, in the second half. Man, that's, you know, that's that's unbelievable type of, you know, ball playing right there. He put the team on his back, and he ain't even the top guy, the top scorer. The, you know, the offense goes to guy and that point guard, and then it goes to him. You know, he was usually the third option, but today, the man was on point, and he wasn't trying to go home without a championship. So, got to give it to him. Charlie, go ahead and lay it out for me. What was you noticing out there? I appreciate that, Tawani. Well, 
first of all, I just want to say this. University of Virginia is the class <laughs> of the ACC. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time for our listeners. I, I knew you for our, for, for our listeners, <laughs> especially the ones that like Duke. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> University of Virginia, UVA, is the class of the ACC. <laughs> there's no B in the two, there, there's no B right there, just the A, the C, and the C. Now, because <laughs> we got that out the way. Now, going back to your original question, Twani, I noticed a few things. I'm, I'm going to start with this. If Francis and Edwards of Texas Tech did not help them get going off the bench, mm-hmm. University of Virginia could have easily beat them by 20. Oh, yeah, I agree. I would agree. you agree with that? The struggle was real for Texas Their Tech. Stro- their struggle was real. Those who got – not only did they – they, 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 let me – I don't want to get ahead of myself. Not only did they, they score the ball officially in the first half, it carried into the second half as well. The bench for Texas Tech got them going, yeah. rallied them. Because when, yeah. when your best player, which is Culver, mm-hmm. is not shooting the ball well, and you got to mm-hmm. go to your bench in order to get those production points, that's a problem. That's a problem. So I'm going to go ahead and revert to Virginia. Like we said early, early, in, you know, not early before we went in the break, you know, went into our break. Jerome, Guy, and Hunter mm-hmm. were the key factors to that game. They were. Also, and then they sent him, which is Diate. I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. I do apologize. He was a dominant presence on the floor as well when he was out there, especially with that big block in Mm -hmm. overtime as well. That was a huge block. He could have got that block to the point where he could have just got the rebound himself. Right. But I'm I'm, going to tell you this one key stat here, Twani, that you probably don't even know. You might know because you kind of – you made me do some research. Okay. Texas Tech held their opponents to thirty nine point six percent shooting. Yep. Didn't know that. Do you know that tonight? (laughs) Tonight, tonight, (laughs) I appreciate that. Tonight, as the late Bernie Mac say, tonight, (laughs) uh, University of Virginia shot the ball over forty percent from the field. At one and they point, shot sixty-four. Actually, you absolutely correct. Actually, it was fifty percent. It was actually fifty percent going into halftime, close to it as well. And you mm-hmm. are correct too. At one point, sixty-four percent. Mm-hmm. That's when they got up like ten points or so in that right. second half. So you are correct on that. Do you know they shot forty-five percent from the three-point range? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Now, mind you, mind you, Twani, you said it yourself that they were the best. Defensive team in the nation, mm-hmm. and it showed in the first half. That was the first mm-hmm. half. Right. In the second half, Virginia did something that Armour should have done. And I'm gonna tell you this: when you make that defense collapse and you pass it out to your shooter, to an open shooter, mm-hmm. that that disrupts a whole defensive game plan. And that's what they okay. were doing. They made the defense collapse. The extra pass. And the extra pass. You know, to a shooter, they they 
Because, you know, one thing about Texas Tech, they will collapse that paint. They're going to have mm-hmm. at least two people collapse that. They, two or three people, they're going to collapse you. They're going to smother you. And you versus Virginia did what, did what they did. They would were, they were kick and drive, kick and drive. You know what I'm saying? Drive and kick, excuse me. They would drive and kick to the open shooter. And then you had Hunter, 27 points, was knocking them down. He had a big he had a he had a big three to go in to send it into overtime mm-hmm. as well in the corner. Yes, he did. He and, been that open. And, and, mm-hmm. and he was wide open. Exactly. Because what did what did they do? What did I just say? They did a drive and kick. Exactly. Yep. And they collapsed. And, and collapsed. Yep. And you got it to your shooters. So you gotta get it you gotta give that coach for Virginia all the credit in the world. Mm-hmm. Because he saw something like, okay, if this is what this defense is gonna do, they're gonna collapse on my bigs, and they're gonna collapse when we get into the paint. Let's make that extra pass. Let's kick it out. You know, let's drive and kick. I thought that was huge. Now you didn't see that in the. You saw a little bit of glimpse towards the end of the first half, but you saw more of it in the second half. Mm-hmm. Again, give a shout out to Virginia, man. Hey, I got to eat a little bit of humble pie, humble pie too. I'm the one that said that they, you know, he should be able to win something when they got put out last year by sixteen <laughs> seed. You know, so I got to eat a little bit of that too. And I said that, you know, that they could win it or they can't win it. You know, but by you being an ACC guy, North Carolina guy, I can understand your feelings towards Virginia saying, hey, you know, just by the way they have played in years past in the tournament. So I can understand when you're saying the Bucks is going to stop there with the Final Four, which they won the Final Four game, and then they went to the they went to the championship game, and they won the championship game, and they won it overtime. Do you know they were like 12 for 12 of uh, free throw? They made all their free throws. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Absolutely. It was ridiculous. So go ahead, Swan. Go ahead. No, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead and finish it out. You know, no, 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 no. It's just, it just, it just again, just you got to give credit where credit is due. And then when your best player, Culver, had a bad game. I'm sorry. If I was that coach, I'm at least bringing one of them players off the bench. I got to sit Culver. He's not giving me what I need. He's not, you know, as well. And all that, they put Hunter on Culver. Hunter made Hunter made Culver work for his shots tonight. He did that as well. Yeah, he did. He, he did. did. So he did. You, you, you got to, at some point, it's a championship game, and then you're in overtime. If I see my best players not playing well, I got to I gotta pull them, Twani. I, I have to. You know, especially when I know that two of my bench players is shooting the ball efficiently, and this guy went five for 22 in the game. You're not you. giving me anything. Mm-hmm. I you know. But go ahead. I got to revert back a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> one, one, it come down to coaching again. Coaching would have had put Culver in better position to score, and it wouldn't have been from the outside. You've seen that shot was struggling from the outside. Yep. They all were struggling, especially in that first half, were struggling with that outside shot. As a matter of fact, um, let's not even do that. Let's talk about how they struggled as a whole offensively scoring, you know, period. Yep. And like you said, you had to bring some people in off the bench to get you some scoring. At one point, you had 18 points from your bench alone. Yep. So that being said, you have to coach and put them in better position to score and stop looking for the three-point ball or allowing them to shoot the three-point ball. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what my play design. Um, you know, let's let's fast forward a little bit here. Um, on on t- just kind of mentioning that play uh, and mentioning Culver, you're he's already struggling. Why not run a play um, to not send this game into overtime where you get some crisscrosses, uh, one you know like a blind screen, 
you know, and have somebody running towards the ball so they can face the basket and get a better look instead of have to catch the ball with a back to the basket and turn around real quick with one point second left and try to put up a shot to try to win it in overtime and three guys collapse on you. You never set your team up to win that game with that particular play. <clears throat> it never was. You know they were going to go after your best player. You can still get the ball in your best player's hand, but have something that was going to free him up to get him a, a, a better high percentage shot. He wasn't close enough to put that shot. It was he might as well took a three-point shot and just pass the ball in to him if you're going to do that one because he was damn near at the three-point line anyway by the time he caught and turned around and he had three hands in his face. That comes down to the coaching again, and it wasn't there. Now I do want to kind of harp on these uh, the refs. I left it alone in the Final Four because the refs were pretty bad in the Final Four, but I cannot let it go in the national championship game because there was a lot of missed calls and bad calls, and there was a lot of ticky-tack foul calls, that, and a lot of it favored for Virginia and, you know, was failing, you know, Texas Tech, even though Texas Tech was there. This is a national championship game. We cannot call little tic-tac bumps and, you know, reach-ins against Texas Tech uh, every time they, you know, you know, played a little defense, but allow Virginia to hammer Texas Tech and not call those. There was a couple of times, even though in the first half, COVID was struggling, there was a couple of times where he did, you know, clearly went in the lane and got hammered and no foul call. Agreed. He got bumped in the air on an alley-oop play where he missed a dunk, and he got hammered, and they did not call the play. You know, Agreed. It was like it was clear, you know, that he was hit. You know, it's like going back to how Virginia was against Auburn and the three-point shooting guy from the corner got bumped, and you called that foul. It was the same thing. The guy's in the air. He got bumped. You have to call that. That disrupted that dunk, and you didn't call it. There was a lot of plays like that. Then there was a lot of plays where if Virginia made a play on the ball, you re- went and reviewed everything to make sure that you called it correctly, that it's Texas mm-hmm. Tech ball. But not one time did you turn around and do that for Texas Tech at any point of this game. I believe it was a total of three times throughout the entire game that that happened, once in overtime, once in the first half, and once in the second half, and all of them were in favor for Virginia, but to make sure that it, you know, we're making sure that we're not giving Texas Tech the ball when it should be Virginia's ball. And in overtime, Virginia did get one of those calls. It, it, it was questionable because Hunter was the one that knocked it away. They keep saying a pinky finger from uh, Moretti uh, bounced it last, but the force of the ball was pushed away out of already hand by Hunter, it should have been, uh, excuse me, Texas Tech ball. So I think the ref, you know, kind of, you know, saying dictated this game a little bit, and it was very frustrating. You know, it was just like you cannot, you cannot allow the game to be dictated, especially in those type of situations like that in, in a championship game. You've got to let them play at some point. And if you're going to call it, call it fairly both ways. But I'm going to go ahead and let you say something because I know you want to intervene on that. Yeah, pre- yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, because, you know, we definitely, you know, that's not what we do. We don't interrupt at all. We we speak we speak our piece and go from there. But okay. I, I just, I, I just with that, Twine, I just, I, I agree with you, but I don't agree with you. And here's why I say I don't, I don't agree with you. Okay, go With ahead. that play, with the play with the ball um, that you were talking about and it reversed it and it was a uh, Virginia ball. Clearly, it showed that it again, like you said, it was force, but clearly it hit off his hand. And he was the last one to touch the hand. So you, I mean, 
it that, looked like his pinky finger hit it. It wasn't even his whole hand. It could have been him swiping at the ball, but it didn't look I like under. it touched. No, no ball. It had it touched no it, no, it had no directional change, nothing. I, I'm not saying I see a hand swiping to try to get the ball. Okay. And it looked like it, but it top angle. Right. It, it, from from the side angle, it did not look like it. I, you know, that's how I'm going to still roll with but, it. But that, but that one angle that they show, um, and I know the angle that you're talking about, but the one angle that they did show was that it, it did touch off his fingertips. It, it, it off, off his fingertips. Now, granted that if the ball may not yeah. went this way or that way, mm-hmm. you know, again, that, you you know again you you can't you know again that's just you can't really you you can say but you can't really say but again I feel like that was the right call now I do agree with you that again the refs should not dictate any game just like they dictated the the University of uh, Auburn and the University of Virginia game the refs mm-hmm. dictated that into that game I don't care what nobody say they did do that but that one play there that you're talking about he hit the ball bro. You know, he hit the ball twice. It's, it's, there's no, you know. I just, think that's he, one of those undisputed plays because, again, they said a pinky finger, a pinky finger. You know, it's just like you saying fingertips, you know. So if fingertips hit it, again, there's going to be some type of, you know, directional right. change of the ball. It's not going to keep going in the same right. direction that fingertips hit it. It's going to, you know, bounce back a little bit. It's going to turn in a different direction. The ball slaps in a different direction. So in that case, you got to let them play. Hey, it is what it is, and yeah, the, it, you know, right? And, and you it's just you got to do. Right, it is, and again, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, I don't think that was a that changed the momentum of the game. Again, cause they because they were on the break, they was only down two after missing that bad three point shot by Mooney. At that point, when they it, got the ball again, they went up by four. At that point, right? Because there was a the, stolen ball. There was a stolen ball, but again. You know, I just I don't know. It's just yeah. from from that point, bro. They they was up two. Mooney, they were up, you right? They were up two. Mooney, Mooney missed that bad three point shot. They got the ball Which, back. Right, went down and the ball was stolen. Bounced ahead and Moretti hustled down to get the ball. It was only down two. They gave it back to Virginia. Virginia went back down to score. And from that point, that was your eleven over run. That changed yeah. the momentum of the game. Yeah, that really did. That was it. They didn't score until late at that point. That was That's true. 11-0 run at that point. And it's just, again, though, I don't, again, yeah, again, and again, like I said, we, we see it from a different point of view, you know, because, again, you still got to make the stops at when it's all said. Whether it was a momentum change or not, you still have to make the stops. By you being a top defensive team in the nation, you have to make the stop as well. But I'm also harp, harp off something else, too, Yeah. as well, um, with, you know, with their center, um, Owens. When Owens picked up that fifth foul, that was a game changer right there. Because you're talking about someone that that is that changes directions, you know, is a shot blocker of your team. He's your he's your heart and soul on the defense as well. You know, when he when he when he plays, when he's a dog on the court, everybody else is a dog on the court for Texas. For Texas Tech, excuse me. So when he got fouled, when he got fouled out, and I think it was like five minutes left within the game, that was big. That was big, and it was, you know, and he came back, you know, he came back just for this moment. And again, I know he was hurt, he was playing hurt, and everything, and he wasn't as productive as he usually was because he only had one block, 
Mm-hmm. And he only had three rebounds. Yeah. I think he had five three points and five rebounds or five three, rebounds and three points. Three you know, points, three rebounds, three rebounds five, five, fouls. five fouls. Yeah, he only had one block as yeah. well. So he wasn't as dominant as he was before, you know, when he, you know, now let's just say if he wasn't hurt, we could be talking about how Texas Tech, you know, like Texas Tech dominating, you know, dominating this game just with their defense alone. But I, when you don't have your big man in that middle, it it, it, it changes a lot. Again, like I said, they brought in Adiasi. He was only able to do what he can do. But again, he couldn't handle that kick. He couldn't handle that, that driving kick as well. You know, he can he can handle that. None of them could right, you agree. But I'm just saying, you know, I think that having always on the floor versus him, you know, it, it you know, it makes your defense, you know, it makes your defense a whole lot better, pretty much. It shows why you were the top defense in the nation. That's just I'm gonna, that's I'm just, gonna disagree with you a little bit on that one. Okay. Um one because Owen, you know what I'm saying, never was hundred percent to begin with, so he couldn't move like that. So even though I agree with you. You know, you still kind of want his presence there. He wasn't the same guy. He got in foul trouble early with three fouls. Well, I did say time. that. I did say that. Right. Right. Yeah, I know. But it's just like, I don't think he, you know what I'm saying, really made or break. You know, I don't think his fifth foul really hurt because, you know, he couldn't, you know, move like he wanted to to begin with. I think what really hurt them was the fact that you had your guards and even off your bench, Edwards, you know, who was a good scorer off your bench for you in this game, was literally way down there, and you mentioned it earlier, how you had two to three guys, you know, locking down that paint, but that caught up to him. And yeah. Virginia figured it out early. You can't have your guards running that far down when you mm-hmm. got that many shooters and then try to recover all the way back to the three-point line. And they never corrected it in the second half. That's mm-hmm. what I thought was, you know, was, was big. You know, that the fact that their own coach didn't say, okay, if we're going to slide help, it's going to be a four helping the five or the five helping the four. Nobody else at, you know, in this, uh, you know, at the top needs to be sliding down that deep with that much depth, knowing that these guys are knocking down their shots. That was the big problem right there. And, that was a huge problem. And, and, and I agree with that. And that's because again, when you got your best score, not, not scoring the ball. Well, that's what you're going to have to deal with. Would that make sense? That like when Culver's struggling from the field, and then you gotta sit him down to go to your bench players to get some some something going, you're gonna have that problem. Am I right? You're gonna have those defensive problems. You know, because have that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. To an ex, to an extent, I think you're right. But the fact that again, that's that's a coaching error right there. Why are you True. leaving guy open in a corner? Why are you leaving you know? Uh, why are you leave Hunter open? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying in a corner. Why is uh, what you call that? The point Jerome. guard, Jerome. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank here. I apologize. I know all the names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know you <laughs> do. Right, right. Backing me up. Um, why, why is he open at the top of the key? You know, it's just like, what are we doing here? You know, and why, why aren't these same guys who were able to stay in front of people and pester people? You know, to be the top defense in the nation, not doing what they're supposed to do. You know, Mooney couldn't stay in front of nobody all game long, and even in overtime, he let the point guard Jerome slide right past him, and then he had to slap his arm from behind and gave my easy, you know, it, it wasn't even a good foul with slapping him from behind like that because he hit, he got the end one and knocked down his free throws. You know, it was just like, that's the type of play you're doing. You got guys who sliding down and worrying about the paint. Let your big man handle the paint because you got to worry about these shooters. They big man, 
you know, not really are, you know, top scores like that where you had to worry about sending three guys on somebody. I didn't understand that. And too many times, even when you brought in the bench, you know, so I hear what you're saying that, you know, Culver wasn't scoring good, so they had to bring in something. But at the same time, that's still a coaching error because mm-hmm. nobody should be leaving these three that much room and wide open. They could have had the game and it shouldn't have went to overtime, but you allow Hunter to be wide open just like you allow Jerome, just like you allow Guy throughout mm-hmm. this entire game to be so open where they can plant their feet, grip the ball how they want to, and take get a good look at the basket. And by the time you were there, all you could do is run, yell, and hold your arm up. But they was already at full elevation and about to stroke that ball, and it knocked, and they knocked it down. They knocked it down. And that was it. Yo, they top three, who was supposed to be their top three, were they top three. And yo, 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 big three were were not even a non-factor. Not, not a factor. Yeah. And again, and I, everything that you said, I I totally agree on. Again, like I said, when you again, even though he wasn't a hundred percent effective, but by him just being on the floor and by him talking, I think that would have had some type of presence. You see what I'm saying? It would have just mm-hmm. been like, okay, we got this four this four general on the floor. You know, he's able to get Edwards and you know the other guy that was off the bench as well to be like, hey, you know, you can't do that. You know, as well, even though he wasn't a hundred percent, but at least he was still out there as well. I, and again, man, just showing that emotion when it when you know when it was the final zero at the end of you know at the end of overtime, just those mm-hmm. kids crying, man. That's what it's all about, man. Leaving it all out yeah. on the floor, as yeah. well. I, I take my hat off to both teams because they deserve to be there as well. Yeah, they, they deserve it, man. And I mean, this was a storytelling within itself, as well. Just because you had a Texas Tech team that was in the, one of the toughest brackets. I mean, man, you got to go up against two two Big Ten teams, <laughs> man, like, right. you know, and then you beat down both of them as well, which, again, I'm still kind of salty about that. You know, it just show, it just shows that, again, that look what Texas Tech has has been and for what, you know, where they have been at of the bottom of the barrel for so long to now that they, you know, they're only going to get better. And they got – and they coach showed that, that they, that they rely on defense – not rely, excuse me, that they it starts with defense, but we also going to try to score the basketball as well. And they put right. their players in position in order to do it. He didn't do it tonight, but he has done it all season long. That's right. what leading up to this point. And again, Virginia did what they had to do as well. But Hunter was the man of this game. Ooh, he was okay. the man of this game. You know, he okay. shot four from nine for three-point range, if I'm not mistaken. So he was lighting them up from, from three-point range right. as well. So. Oh, yeah. in the second half, really. In the second half, yeah. yep. One for eight overtime. in the first half, yeah. Yep, 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 definitely. So, yeah, I get props. You know, I ate that humble pie. Congratulations, Virginia Cavaliers. They fans and students, you know, y'all deserve it. Very first national championship game. You know, I still hate that, you know, some aspects of the games was kind of dictated by the referees. But, you know, it is what it is because they did, you know, their coaching did outsmart. Um, you know, a Texas Tech coach, you know, I always talk about the non-adjustments and not, you know, being smart about the teams are in the bonus. And I just don't really feel like neither of those factors matter to their to, uh, to the Texas Tech coach. Right. Um, but I don't want to give too much credit to the coaches either at the same time. It's just about making the adjustment because guess who has to play the game? The students, you know, the players, you know, guess who has to, you know, say, and be smart about how they play. 
the players, the students. And Virginia Tech was just way more, um, excuse me, Virginia was way more smarter and, you know, with their gameplay and with their decisiveness and, you know, in the extra passes or when to shoot the three-point ball and when not, when to drive and when to, you know, saying uh, drive it and, and kick. You know, they just were way smarter with it. You know, and they was even smart on the defensive end as well, too. So, you know, hats off to them. Texas Tech, hold your chin up. You know, you did what you could. You know, y'all made it this far, man. It's, a, you know, the first time in school history. And and, and, and and all in all, even though it was the defensive battle, it was good to see two teams who, you know, you know, haven't been there before get there, you know. Uh, and, and, and then one of them, you know, had to win. And, you know, Virginia end up, you know, the Cavaliers end up winning it. Oh, so, you know, much respect, you know, I like that. I'm I'm glad, you know, in, in a sense I am kinda glad it wasn't a North Carolina and a and a Duke because they always make it this you know, it's good to see somebody else get there and win it. You know, so that's that's my take on that one. Charlie, any final thoughts before we go ahead and close up the show? Um, man, my final thoughts, appreciate that. Hey, I it was just a beautiful way to end college basketball. Again, like you, you hit around the nail, Twani. Just two teams that you didn't expect to be there, but they was there, and they proved it, man. I mean, they proved it without a shadow of a doubt why they deserve to be on this stage, especially you can have it going to overtime as well. Right. It just shows, man, like this is what college basketball, like I keep saying on every show, this is what college basketball is all about because you're so used to seeing the Duke, the North Carolinas, mm-hmm. the, especially the Kentucky. And, and the you know, Kansas. Well, I, yeah, Kansas. I'm, I'm, no offense. I, you know, it's good, always good to have good teams, but this just shows you, man, that you can have the best recruits in the world, mm-hmm. but you still got to go out and play. Exactly. You know, you got to go out and play. And you got to love that. You got to love that. You know, as much as I wanted Duke to win, and, you know, I had them winning, excuse me, let me rephrase that. I had them winning because that's <laughs> not my team, you know, as well. Down goes Frazier, you know, but it was good to see. <laughs> That the the story the the storyline wasn't Zion and Duke versus Texas right. Tech, you know, or North Carolina versus Texas Tech, or Kansas versus Duke, and it wouldn't have been much as it would. I mean, it would have it would it would have made for you know money because you'd have had like stars coming out to these Zion Williams, which we never right. saw that before in basketball and college basketball. You had the former president, you know, of the United States, Barack Obama, come to see. Zion to play, even though he got hurt against North Carolina. But, man, that just shows you, man, that the landscape of the college basketball is changing. When you got, you know, you got former presidents and, you know, entertainers and things of that sort of nature coming out and see these kids play Mm -hmm. or see one person play. That's not even the NBA as well. So, again, NCAA got to get it together and pay these kids. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you don't charge all this money for, you know, to see them play. But you need to give them some right. of that money. And again, another, another for another day for another time. Right. But again, I'm gonna end it on this note here. The NBA playoffs is right around the corner. Man, it's gonna be a good playoffs. Definitely gonna be a good playoffs. That's for sure. But I was just happy to see. You know, one last NBA college basketball game that it went into overtime and Virginia won. I didn't expect Virginia to win, but shout out to them and shout you out said, to Texas Tech as uh, well. You said NBA college basketball game, but <laughs> my I bad. I, <laughs> let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. You are correct. I appreciate that. You know, 
NBA playoffs is right around the corner. So it's a good thing because I want to see some playoffs as well. I, I want to see, you know, like what we saw in college, NCAA college basketball, I want to see the same thing in the playoffs as well. I want to see tight games. I don't want to see games winning by like 20, 25 points. So, again, let's keep this train going with some good NBA playoff games. So I'm just passing back to you, Tawani, for your final thoughts as well. All right. Appreciate that, Charlie. I already kicked off most of mine. Like I said, again, you know, real short and brief. Uh, I I do appreciate, you know, how this uh, March Madness tournament went. I really did enjoy the fact that, again, it was teams that had, you know, never been to this point um, that made it. And the national championship came down to two teams who never won one. And one of them had to win. So much respect um, to, you know, those teams. Uh, Much respect again to – you know, Texas Tech and, and, and Virginia being the new national champions, you know, it's always great to see that. You know, that's going to, you know, change, I hope, at least in my opinion, it changed the landscape that how we just kind of mentioned earlier, how all the Chicago kids go to all these big schools because they want to try to be one and done. But let's hope, you know, if you're going to leave the Midwest and not join any of the Big Ten schools, that you go to other schools and you don't just jump on, you know, uh, a Tennessee or a Duke or a North Carolina, a Kansas or a Kentucky, you know, to team up with, you know, the best of the best just to try to, you know, help your NBA stock and win a championship. And then you end up like all of those teams who weren't in this national championship game. You know, let's remember that kids because it's about, you know, yes, it's about you and getting to that next level. But at the same time, um, just like in the NBA, and in my era, the Michael Jordan era, the Magic Johnson, the Larry Birds, the Charles Barkley, the Isaiah Thomas, et cetera, et cetera, you know, my era didn't team up with people to win that championship to help their stock either, whether they were in college or in the pros to win a, you know, an NBA championship. So let's remember, ain't nothing wrong with trying to be the man and, you know, following your own your own beat, your own path to, you know, be something that you're destined for without, you know, the help of everybody else or, you know, just going here because, you know, this little bit of TV time. Because you're going to get that TV time regardless. You're going to get more publicity and more accolades, and you're going to get more attention if you're doing it at, you know, a team or a school that's not expected for you to join. You know, think about that, man. Sometimes it's all right to be your own person and be your man. So hopefully this changed the landscape going forward. I look forward to it. If it don't, you know, we'll just keep hoping that other teams, like, again, like Texas Tech and Virginia make it, you know, and the teams with all of the top players, because like my man Bobo said, you know, just because you have all these top players doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to win it all. And we've seen that already. So that's all i got to say about that. So I'm going to go ahead and get you all my handle. Again, it is branding underscore elite at Twitter. Same thing for Instagram. And then if you want to email us comments, questions, et cetera, go ahead and hit us up at from the sideline guys with an S at Gmail. Charlie, go ahead and break them off with your handle here. Appreciate that, man. Again, I'm Charlie. I also go by Bobo as well. Again, my Twitter name is Charlie8606. We appreciate all the love and support from everyone that's sticking with us, just following us as well. Also, drop that email. Like my guy Twine just dropped that email, man. Drop it. Let us know what we can do better as well. Because, again, we can talk about whatever you want us to talk about. 
baseball is here. Oh, God, I don't even want to get on my Cubs because they've just been a disappointment. Yeah. You know, they did win yeah. 10-0 today, but, yeah. I mean, home opener for the, you know, for Wrigley, you know, Wrigley's, but uh, we ain't, we ain't going to talk about that. But, you know. Yeah, we ain't going to get on that right We ain't going to get on that. It's just too much for us to go on. Yeah, I know, I know, man, I know. But, again, you know, just whatever you want us to talk about. Again, like I said, NBA playoffs is here. It's here. It's going to come. You know, I got – I hate to say this, Swami. I got Milwaukee going to the finals. I ain't gonna hate on you on that. I'm a root for I got, Milwaukee. I got I'm Milwaukee. I'm a Bulls guy, but I would root for Milwaukee. Oh, me too. Me too. Me too. I got Milwaukee going to the finals. So you know, I, and again, huh? Oh, agree. I agree. I, I totally agree. I, I agree. And again, like what you said before, you know, before you end the show, Swami, like you had said, you don't have to team up with the best. To beat the best, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Look at look look at um honestly look at, honest, look at honest, exactly. Look at mm-hmm. look at Giannis what he has done. He didn't mm-hmm. have to team up with nobody. They came to play okay. with him. Mm-hmm. You know, you got veteran players willing to sacrifice money just to play with him and win that championship. And that he just shows you got the top veteran players. And other, exactly, not even the top. Exactly, I agree. Sure. I agree. So that just shows you right there. You don't have to play with the best players in the world. Like you said, it's fine. You don't have to play with the best players in the world or to win a ring or win a championship right. or, you know, just in general, you know, yeah. whether it's any sport as well. So that's why I feel like Milwaukee has the best shot of going to the finals. Now, can they win it? They could. It just all depends on Golden State comes out the, come out the West, you know, mm-hmm. even though if they do yeah. come out the West, I mean, it'd be a battle because I don't feel like nobody on, on Golden State can stop uh, Giannis. Nobody. Nobody, not no Kevin Durant, not no Boogie Cousins, not no Draymond Green, nobody, nobody. No, yeah. But Giannis, you have more to deal with over there than they got to deal with just Giannis. You know what I'm saying? It's, That's it, true. It'll be a good matchup. It'll be an interesting matchup because they got a lot of firepower in Golden State, and he can't guard everybody out there. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. But Giannis himself is, is that he's that man. That man has averaged over 27 and 12 boards. You know, as well. That man, and, and almost six, over six assists. Like, that man, he's the man. Like, he is. He man. is, and that's what you want. But, man, it, it was tough for LeBron to try to win without without some help over there, too. So, man, that's, that's he all got some help. He got, he got some little bit of help. He he got some players over. He got a little bit of help, but we'll, we'll say that for we'll say that for another show. We'll say that for another show definitely. as well. Right. I'll let you go ahead and close it out. All right, we're going to close it out. We appreciate the fans. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button, mash it down. Go ahead and send a text message, you know, to your friends because you can do that. If you listen to the show, there always is a link where you can send it by either text message, email, et cetera. So, you know, tell somebody about us. Tell them to look us up. We on pretty much every site you could think of, Apple Podcasts. We on Spotify. We on Google Play. So, you know, the the list go on. Anchor is our is our host, you know, and uh, distributor. So, you know, keep on, you know, listening to us. Keep passing the word. We appreciate it. We love it. We love y'all. So keep coming back and listening to it. So, final, any any other comments before we close out, Chubby? No, that's you pretty much hit on the nail. Giannis MVP. I'm going to leave All it right. there. All right. There we go. So, we'll be back with y'all soon with our next show. So, we y'all be checking for us. All right? So, this is it from the sidelines. From the sidelines. All right. And we out. Yeah.